0: Hey guys, I'm Jackie Brubaker, your host of That Girl, the podcast. I'm an author, performer, two-time Emmy award winner, human relationship specialist, and founder at the wellness website, loveyouevenmore.com. Each week I bring on inspiring people and experts in their field to have powerful, motivational, and enlightened conversations about relationships, self-development, and how you can live your most authentic life. Follow us for daily updates on myself and the podcast at That Girl, the podcast and at Jackie Brubaker on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and our Patreon page. While you're at it, make sure to check out my new wellness website, loveyouevenmore.com. If you're wanting to dig into developing more self-worth, be healthier about relationships, and learn how to date smarter, go to loveyouevenmore.com and follow us on Instagram at loveyouevenmore. Welcome, Sarah Devons, to That Girl the Podcast. I am so excited to connect with you and have you on. We are going to talk about the divine masculine, getting men back to sort of back to, to square one, and you're going to talk all about it. We're going to get into it, and we're going to also talk about how women can better relax and feel supported and nurtured and all the things by a divinely masculine man so let's do it but before we do that tell people a little bit about who you are
1: well hello jackie and hello to everybody who's tuning in and listening to this incredible podcast it's such a pleasure to be here and to just connect with you and to talk about something that we're both very passionate about and i'm sure For you who's listening, um, you're passionate as well, so you share that, and we're really excited to share the wisdom and the personal experience that we've both been through. So a little bit about me. I've had a very turbulent uh, journey, I would say, that led (laughs) me to what I did now. Uh, Yeah, I know, right? So it actually started with a relationship with a man that I really thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with a very childhood romanticized (laughs) um, perspective of love. And that's a beautiful thing to experience. And it started off so wonderfully and I really, you know, appreciate and feel grateful for that part of it. And then it crumbled into a million pieces, like Mm. a sandcastle being washed over by a wave. (laughs) It's done, it's done. (laughs) Yes, goodbye future relationship and life with this person. And something hit me, you know. I had become a a fraction of the version of the woman that I was when I started that relationship. Mm. You know, Mm. I was not confident, I was not shining and having this glow to my myself to my confidence to how I was connecting with people. I had horrible uh like acne. My body was screaming at me like something was yes. wrong and I yeah. was ignoring that. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> I decided like, to this get, is wrong. <laughs> yes. This is wrong. There's something not right here and um you know, I found out that he'd had this another relationship for over a year of the time that we were together. So, it was a real <sighs> smack in the face, you know. The universe yeah. was like Bam, you know, like what's going on, Sarah? So that started me off on this journey to refind myself, to reconnect with who Sarah is. Who is this woman? Where is she? Where did she go? Um, mm-hmm. Where have I buried her within myself? So I mm-hmm. felt that it was really difficult to break away emotionally from that breakup. It's really tough. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure that you could relate and listeners as well, like breakups are not easy. And mm-hmm. I was going to therapy and I, I realised, you know what, I want to hop on a plane and I'm going to go, on a holiday, and I, I decided to actually go to Los Angeles. And oh, welcome, yeah. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Is that where you are,
0: Jackie? I'm in West Hollywood.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, there you go. Um, so I went there without a plan, really. I um, didn't know anyone at all in the city, and I fortunately connected with a few people on Instagram before I got there. Um, the power of social media, right? Mm-hmm. And I just had the most wonderful, like almost cathartic experience of being in a city where no one knew me and. Wow. I was just enjoying the process of connection and just seeing what was out there. So I've been, uh, yeah, anyway, I find it really difficult to give a short story of who I am, but here it's we go. It's okay, it's
0: interesting, yeah. go for it, just, just <laughs> preach, it's fine.
1: Beautiful, <laughs> so um, I started networking my little butt off and just connecting with people that inspired me, that reconnected me with who Sarah was and who I mm-hmm. want to be. And that led me to this company that's about, been around for over 20 years and they were they were written about in a book called uh the game by Neil Strauss which oh, yeah yeah you know that uh-huh, um uh-huh. and it talks all about pickup and attracting yeah. women
0: right Look, they haven't
1: had like the best uh media coverage always because <laughs> uh, they can this be true <laughs> yes they can be put in the spotlight for manipulating women and uh, do you know what, I, I went in very judgment uh, free and my my ex actually watched this and I watched the content with him when we were together. And there was something that obviously pulled me towards it. And I ended up reaching out to one of the CEOs at that time. And then I bumped into the other one at a, um, a birthday at someone's place. So, you know, there's the universe saying something and there was mm. an opportunity to help them uh, travel to different cities around the world because they were, you know, in a process of growing and they wanted to to scale their business, which is awesome. And um, I started just as a volunteer. I wasn't earning anything. And I was travelling uh, first off to Australian cities because they were banned from coming here. And I said, hey, would you like me to facilitate those sessions here? And I discovered something very powerful when I decided to go into this world. This is a man's world. This is an all-male business besides I think there was one or two women that worked within the company Um, and then myself. I was not accepted straight away. It was a (laughs) six-month grind of you can't listen to dating advice from a woman. You know, don't go to the fish to learn how to fish.
0: Like it was brutal. That doesn't even make sense to me. Like, wouldn't you (laughs) want to talk to a woman to like learn how to be better with women?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, this is kind of what made, I guess, the, the industry a little bit skew. Um, and I persisted. I became very resilient. Um, it still hurt. I, a lot of tears were shed. But I eventually built up this level of respect within that industry, became one of their executive coaches, and ended up doing over 140 events for them in 75 plus different cities around the world. Wow. So it was a real just journey of discovery for myself and also to really research through personal experience with men to figure out the other side. Yeah. What was really going on with that relationship? Why did it really break down? And mm-hmm. I discovered that there was so much um, shame and guilt and uh, unwell men mentally in terms of their relationship with women and their relationship yes. with themselves, their confidence. And I just discovered this passion I had and I realised, wow, I can really help these guys. And um, now I, I've separated from that company uh and started my own. And that's exactly what I do. I'm dedicated to helping men reconnect with a healthy sexual understanding of attraction and how to build that with women because there was a, a little bit of a gap in that market emotionally, yeah. uh, which women can really help with. Like there is a space there for us to, to jump in and combine what men are trying to do more so in a logical way
0: and bridge the gap.
1: Right. <laughs> so right. that people can enjoy, you know, really healthy connection and relationships.
0: Absolutely. Because men are obviously wired so differently than us. Even if they're a sensitive man, they're still a man and they are just wired differently. I think this is so fascinating. I, I like the men. All right. Not all of men, but I like the men on a whole. I've always kind of been like a, a girls, a guy's girl. That's what it is. I've been more of a guy's girl. So like all of my best friends have usually been men. I have so many female friends and best friends that are women, but I've always like, been closer with men most of my life. And so I get you, I get feeling like, wait a minute, I can actually come in here and like understand you and then help you try to connect in a a more emotional way. I think what's interesting too, is that because of everything that has happened with the me too movement and so much just like, cancel culture and all of that, it's terrifying to be a man who pursues a woman at all. Right. And like, like I actually, you know, for those of you who listen, like, you know, I've shared my me too story, which was brutal and like, I'm good. Everything's fine. (laughs) Like I feel it's all good. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's fine. But you know, it does make me very kind of just cautious of Men in general, as it would, and then you know, even if that hasn't happened to you as a woman, you've had weird experiences. You know, you've just had creepy guys, and guys don't want to be creepy guys unless they are truly creepy guys. But like most guys, are just like, I just want to tell you, you look beautiful, and then not be like shamed for it. You know, like yes. why? I just want to ask you out. Can I just like hold your? Hand? I don't know. So I love that this is what you're doing. So let's talk about to do I to
1: before you go into that jackie like yeah. you know that new adele song um go easy on me yes my boyfriend said that's his song for me this year <laughs> because <laughs> and it just made me think of that because you know the guys that are really actually trying their best to learn how to not be creepy and learn <laughs> how to you know build attraction with you in a non-creepy way like they're really giving it a crack so you know go easy on the guys that are obviously (laughs) giving that a shot but yes there are legitimately creepy ones to watch out for and that's why to be cautious yeah
0: right and you know also like women like just we all should know this but it's worth saying one more time like if you have a weird vibe with someone you don't need to figure out why you just go you just leave. You say, I've had enough. It's been a fun. We're good. Let's go. Bye. Like you don't need to figure it out ever, ever, ever. Nope. But nope. if you don't have a creepy guy or a creepy vibe from someone, but you can tell he doesn't know what he's doing. He's awkward. He's trying. Let's start there. Let's just talk about like how you work with these guys so that women can be a little bit more gentle and like understanding of them. They're trying here. Hmm. is that a cat that just walked in there's <laughs> they're babies so yeah sometimes they're real playful during the podcast
1: <laughs> you know I was just um actually because I always meow like it's just a, a nice little like icebreaker sometimes when I do role plays with clients and I was looking up the symbolism of cats <laughs> so you know I just it just a little fun fact here you know the symbolism includes that they're elegant they have this curiosity about them. They have an independence protection and magic. So I was like, wow, like maybe that's why I, I love meowing. But anyway, total side tangent there. <laughs> um, how can we, yeah, you know, help guys in those moments when they are trying and they're showing up and you can tell Um you know, as a woman, what you can do. And I guess for me, what I've developed with my coaching is to help through role play. And the mission for me this year, if you are listening and you are a really passionate woman in this space and you feel like this is something for you, I would love you to reach out to me Um, because... I'm currently doing it all by myself (laughs) and I would love an army of beautiful women um, that would love to help. And what I do to teach men how to build uh, a less creepy vibe and actually connect, um, you know, you know, in a, uh, a way where you can create sparks if there is chemistry with a woman is by role play so a huge part of my coaching with men is is facilitated role plays i did this when i was traveling in person and now i predominantly do this online so um a huge part is just having quick speed dates with a a guy and just being your beautiful self and allowing him a safe place to give it a shot, be courageous and perhaps, you know, fall over, mess it up, but learn from his mistakes in a safe environment rather than going out there. And, and I mean, it's a harsh world. For men, mm-hmm. you know, men typically approach women 10 times more than women. Like if you think about how many times you've asked mm-hmm. a guy out on a date versus a guy putting himself out there to ask right. for a date, you know. Right. 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 <laughs> it's scary when you get rejected and it can create a really um, deep, connection with failure or I'm not a man because she said no. And so Mm. there's, a, you know, men can be very fragile on that front. So for them, going through role plays like this builds a thicker skin for them. It allows Mm. them to tell themselves a different story about rejection. Mm. Rejection does not equal your worth as a man. And that's something for for women to really understand when they're coming, you know, into the space. The fact that he even asked you, let's say on a date or Reached out to you on Instagram DM in in a yeah. you know in a relatively you know non creepy way hopefully, um you know just hey acknowledge that that's a courageous ballsy move for a guy to even do that
0: in the first place. I, I so agree. I actually had um someone reach out on a DM like I think it was yesterday. And this guy is like listening to my podcast and he's definitely not creepy. And he's like, no, I listen to it. It gives me better advice on like how to deal with the women in my life. And I was like, are you single? <laughs> Cause it was so cool. It was so brave. I'm like, dude, I see you like, this is yeah. amazing. Like it doesn't have to be maybe the traditional, like, Hey, do you want to go on a date? man. If you are paying attention to that woman and what she's doing and then you say something about it and then give her a compliment, oh my gosh, panties down. Like Woo. so amazing. Like I was just like, now that is a brave that is a masculine man. Like immediately yes. I was like, you are a masculine man and I like it. Okay, let's also talk about um I've had different podcasts about this but let's talk about what the divine masculine and then the divine feminine are because they're not you know you're you know uh physically a woman so like you must be feminine or you're physically a man you must be masculine it does go in or back and forth but let's just kind of give like a quick overview of what that means to you Beautiful
1: yeah we have both I mean mm-hmm. don't you feel it I mean if you're a woman in business Do you not feel Mm. yourself going from masculine to feminine on a daily basis? Constant, constant. I'm like, like, i got to be my boss and and kick my own butt sometimes and channel the masculine and then I've got to allow myself to to express and be creative like the feminine. A way I like to explain this is is like a tree. It's like this strong, you know, oak tree with its roots like solidly planted deeply into the ground and, and reaching high up to the sky. Like that is the masculine, you know? And then the feminine is like the leaves and the fruits of that, you know, like it's the expression, the that together, beauty yeah. and the, the nutrients. And if you look at, um, you know, relationships, usually there is perhaps someone that takes on the masculine more often or takes on the feminine and creating that balance. And this comes down to the very individuals, right? Every relationship mm-hmm. is different and you've got totally. to work it out for yourself, which I feel is what makes relationships so exciting. Uh, but, you know, the balance is key. If you have too much femininity, it, the, the structure isn't there. The skeleton for you both to nope. flourish is not there.
0: Right. No you one know, knows what to do. <laughs> yeah, no, yep. What's my role? What's your role? <laughs> <laughs> who, who goes first? No, no, no. It's like a constant like, no, you, no, you, no, you. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> All this indecisiveness can come into it. And, and unfortunately, that's what corrodes a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so something just to keep in mind is, if you're in a relationship, to really define, okay, like, you know, what are the roles here and how do our two personalities merge and integrate? Mm -hmm. And it's okay to have your own, um, it's like your own metaverse. I'm just saying that because it's in my head a lot these days. It's like your own individual metaverse of masculine feminine in your Mm -hmm. own life, like separate from a partner, separate from the world, it is you. It is you yeah. and your connection to self, right? Then you have the relationship with let's say you're in the dating pool and, you know, that first period of dating, and that's what I do. I'm a dating coach, not a relationship coach, although I work a lot with how people relate, which is all to do with a relationship. I just want to make that, that difference there because dating is a different experience to once you are in a relationship and you are now in an integration phase. It's after the honeymoon phase, guys. (laughs) Um, The honeymoon phase, uh, I was talking to uh, one of my beautiful girlfriends on a walk on the Esplanade yesterday and we were discussing this beautiful analogy about the honeymoon stage in dating being like a block of chocolate. And I feel like perhaps we're all a little guilty of overindulging Uh that block of chocolate when we first Start dating a guy or a girl and you realise, oops, I've just eaten that entire block in one week. And we had this high, this accelerated chemistry, amazing sex, and it was just like, whoa, you know, bam. And the next week you're like in a relationship or it's moved really fast so rapidly that you actually weren't able to enjoy and and really savour the taste of each piece of chocolate.
0: Mm -hmm. as you got to know them.
1: And so it's something to keep in mind if you're dating. There's no rush. You don't need to jump straight into the two-year point of a relationship, even though I know how tantalizing and how seductive the idea of that is. Mm -hmm. It's okay to slow down. And that's something that I've learned throughout my own personal experience and through speaking to other women and other men about, you know, the challenges that they face when they
0: are dating. Definitely. And I think too, like, so just, you know, in my, in my idea that I love the, the description of like the masculine being this really strong tree and then the feminine being like the flowers on the tree basically. And like what that means in real life is that when you have a divine masculine man, he is actually there to support your creativity, your beauty, your playfulness. Like you get to actually relax yeah. because you don't feel like you have to take care of him. (laughs) He has got his shit together. He is not looking for a mommy figure. He is his own man who can make his own choices. And he's choosing to love you or be with you. And as a woman, you can actually just relax and be like, awesome. Like I'm going to just, you know, kind of dip into my feminine and be more like, I am going to make a sinner or, or whatever feminine feels like to you. I mean, that seems so 1950s. I love to cook. So like, for me, that's the first, like first love language is like, I just made you food. Here you go. Um, but like, and that's just, you know, that's me, but like whatever feels feminine and playful to you, the, the feeling you're going to get is a feeling of truly being supported by this man and everything you do, whether it's your career, your family, your friends, he's like, Hey babe, like, love you. Like here before you, like, Whatever. And as you know, as a balance, it's not like you're feeling like, oh, now like he's the masculine. He has to make all of the decisions in the relationship. That's not it at all. You're still making decisions together, (laughs) but he's not going to like kind of lean back and be like, I don't know. What do you want to do? Like he's Mm going to have some authority to himself. And that's just respecting himself, right? As a man, as a human, as we all do. So, When you're working with men who maybe aren't as masculine as they should be, maybe they have more feminine in them. How do you get them to, I would feel like it would be like to be more confident when they are trying to be more in their divine masculine.
1: Mm.
0: And the role playing is great because I think that is fantastic. If you have a girlfriend, like a friend who's a girl, go role play because that, that really does like it's real. It's like a real, like, Oh, now I'm talking and saying words out loud. It's not like in my head, like what could happen?
1: Yeah. It's I mean, it's like going to the gym, you know, you're putting reps in to actually develop your emotional, uh, physique essentially. Uh, and everybody can benefit from that. So, um, when I, yeah, when I'm coaching a more feminine guy, it's about connecting to their own masculine internally mm-hmm. and actually like you said you're building confidence and conviction in who you are as a man which is why it's really important to always be affirming that within and connecting to the inner boy within them right mm-hmm. and really nurturing that from a feminine um a feminine space
0: yeah like they, they
1: have to go do you know what you are loved you are amazing you are the man you are the shit, like I'm, you know, you are a king and connecting with that beautiful king energy for them where they're like, yeah, and so their chest pouts out a little bit and their head's held high no matter what, that if a woman challenges back... And it may just be in a playful way. Instead of internalising that like an attack, it's, oh, this is a fun, playful game. And for me, you know, a real mission is redefining the game, which I feel mm-hmm. is kind of like a dirty phrase where it's like, oh, you shouldn't play games and you certainly shouldn't play, uh, you know, games where it's hurting someone, someone emotionally. Mm-hmm. But you should play games when you're dating to understand and get to know another person. And a lot of guys are like, oh, like, you know, why is she saying that to me or challenging me on that and feel unsafe Mm. and instead creating safety in that space so that you can develop a really strong connection? Because I certainly know as a woman, I challenge a guy in a playful way to, to see, you know, what, you know, who is this guy? What's he made of? Like, you know, can he have some fun with me? Or, you know, is he really sensitive to that? And I guess this is, again, comes down to compatibility when you're out there in the market. Um, Yes. Not everyone's going to share the same kind of humour or the same kind of personality, and that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, But for me, I really started that place of uh, connection with self, their values. What kind of woman do you want in your life? You know, who are you attracting at the moment? And what's Mm. the gap with how you're showing up? You know how you know yeah. why? Why do you feel like you're you're attracting this kind of a person into your life now? What okay. needs to happen in order to attract a different uh, kind of woman on a different frequency? Like where is it that you want to go? So we really establish that gap, you know, that desired outcome that they they want, and we start to develop a lifestyle. We don't go after the woman. We create a lifestyle mm. where those type of people would be more likely to uh, come across your path. You know, you're mm-hmm. not just like headhunting. You're like, okay, cool. You know, what kind of lifestyle would a man lead to be around women like that? Perhaps they are more interested in podcasts like this, or they join groups where, you know, more ambitious and strong minded women are. And then the next level to that is, okay, if you've never dated a strong, ambitious woman, it's not going to be easy. <laughs> this is so
0: true. I don't know why they think it might be. Oh no! No.
1: <laughs> oh no! 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 Like they, um, you know, I uh, we, I am the first person to go. I'm not an easy person to date. I I put my hand up and I go. I'm not easy to date. the The best that I can do is communicate my little heart out mm-hmm. and um and help you know my partner understand. And I truly believe that. You know, that's, I find like just the beautiful essence of relationships. Even though we can romanticize things, the challenges are there to guide us as a couple or to guide us as individuals to see, oh, okay, like, you know, I am a little bit fiery and that's beautiful. How can I, you know, how can I uh, communicate that in a way where the other person doesn't feel personally attacked, but they create a container for that expression of fierceness? Like what
0: you were saying. Oh, I love that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Cause that, gosh, that really does. You're giving the masculine a place to hold that feminine, right? Oh, it's beautiful. And I'm a big believer too. in you need to walk that walk. If you want to mm-hmm. date a type of person, man or woman, whatever you have to literally see yourself as equal and you need to start doing those things. So if you're just like, yeah, I never work out, I'm like 50 pounds overweight, like I should probably go get Invisalign. Dude, go do it. It is not that hard. It is very doable. Chances of meeting someone closer to what you're hoping for, much better. Like people get so sensitive. I'm like, I'm sorry, if you want that, you should be like that too. And that requires work. Now, if you don't wanna put the work in, then you gotta understand, Cool. Well, then you you need to start dating someone who's closely aligned, closely, (laughs) closely aligned to you. And, and that's important too, as a man, like I will say, okay, so I've, I'm born and raised in LA and I've been in the entertainment industry my entire life, like since I was a kid. And when I think about the men who are like ballers out here, right? Like they're just, whether they're real ballers or they just want to be, or they just play what on TV, (laughs) like, like these guys legitimately think that they can get like a model, like a real model. And then they get very, sadly like turned down, right? Because then like reality hits and they're like, oh, I guess I guess I can't just fake this whole life like shit mm. because you are the person you are, like you as a man and let's just both people, men, women, whatever, you've just gotta work on yourself first. And like you said, like get that confidence, like really figure out what makes you special in order to figure out what's a good match for you. Cause just because you're like, man, I'd love to date like so-and-so who's like famous, you know, what if you actually met so-and-so? Like what if you were in love with like Chrissy Teigen or something? And you are just like, wow, oh my God, here she is. Here she is. And then you're just like this Freeze. bump. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like Carol right. You're just like, I don't speak English anymore. I don't know who I am. Like I've actually interviewed her before and she's lovely guys. She's a lovely woman. Right. And her husband was right there with her. <laughs> so, but I was just like, what if you were that guy and you finally met like your dream girl and you just didn't know what to do with the opportunity. So now take that dream girl and just make her a, a girl. That's like, you know, equal to that. You need to be ready for it. Uh, It's so important to do that work on yourself first before you just fling yourself into like the abyss and be like, gee, I hope it works out.
1: (laughs) I totally agree. And look, I mean... Most of uh most of us, I mean there is no school for this, you know. You you do have to to seek out a mentor. (laughs) Yeah, this is a school. You've got to seek out, you know, podcasts and information and mentors that, you know, can take you to whatever your personal next part of your journey is with your emotional uh, school, because that's that's what it is, you know. Um and, and it should be fun. I truly believe as much as there's tears and frustration and pain and suffering, there's equally as much love if you're open to it and joy and ecstasy that you can yeah. experience with your dating. And yeah. um, it's all about how you frame it. You know, you might go on a date and it was terrible and you froze and you, you forgot how to speak English. And you were like, what did I just do? That was so uncomfortable. And take that as a guide and a realization yeah. that there's a opportunity there for you to really step up and to learn a part of your communication that's just going to take it to, you know, the highest heights, Because most of my clients are incredible men. Oh, my God, ladies, there is so much potential right there (laughs) that's just waiting to, to be tapped into and really just skyrocket, you know. Like they're great communicators in their business. They're doctors. They're software engineers. They're men that have really hustled hard to master parts of their life. And relationships and dating is like usually this final pillar for them. Like, wow, do you know what? I've been so focused on this that you know, dating relationships kind of went to the side. And so now, hey, do you know what? I have that freedom to focus on this and and I really want to now dive into understanding this deeper layer of communication with women, the courtship, the dance, the fun that could be had, and that's done by learning this other language, which is definitely a lot more feminine but requires also the masculine structure for that to take place, yeah. you know, it's like if you jump on a quick call. I find personally what's so beautiful is, hey, like you know, I, I, yeah, I, I got to jump off. Like I got another meeting. Like if I'm talking to a high value guy, I'm like, okay, cool. So my feminine knows. Oh, he's gonna go. There's structure there. Okay, cool. And then I, I know as well. Okay, it's not gonna be like a three hour um, marathon conversation, you know, Mm. overindulging, eating the whole chocolate bar. And then "Eh, I don't really you know, (laughs) want to catch up or you might really love to. I've had those experiences too. Um, but what's nice about that is it kind of creates this like, oh, I didn't, I didn't get enough of that.
0: Right.
1: I I was only a 10 minute call with him. I want more. Yes. Let's catch up. Like, what are you doing this weekend? Cool. Let's do it. And it's a man that, is in action, you know, he's, he's got stuff going on. It's beautiful. You know, you don't, um, well, I personally, and I really see this happen over and over again in dating. It's like, um, you know, your time is precious. And if you're an ambitious woman that's out there getting what she wants and, and doing you know, other things, dating is a beautiful um, add on to that, yeah. you know, but it, it's important to keep that structure. So that's connecting with your own divine masculine. And also you've got stuff on and that's beautiful. It creates Mm -hmm. um, polarity and polarity is something that is so crucial in, in anything, in life, in your relationships. And, and yeah, a man that does that is really sexy. You know, he's like, well, I'm so good talking to you, Jackie. Like, oh my God, like, I just want to keep talking. I've got to go to this meeting. What are you up to tomorrow? Should we uh, we get a coffee? And it's so genuine. It's so authentic and it respects both your time, his time, and therefore your masculine and feminine polarity what a beautiful mix. Boom.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, so true. So true. So, I mean, basically the moral of the story, boys, men, <laughs> men that are listening, cause they, they do listen. They like this podcast, um, is basically get strong in yourself. Maybe like, you know, take out the cobwebs of like some old stuff, like get yourself like in a good feeling place, really know who you are, make sure you're, you're doing your life. Like you're having your life. Like you said, to have this beautiful add-on of a relationship, by the way, women feel the same way. Like I, that's exactly how I feel. I'm like, Ooh, okay. Now I'm like really looking for like the right person to be this beautiful add-on to my life, not to create my life or make my life because we're good, but like this add-on and that's what a relationship should be. But men, my gosh, just like that confidence and not in an arrogant way, just a beautiful, lovely confidence. Like you just did a a perfect example of like a conversation that would make a woman feel so, you know, safe and excited and just like, Oh, okay, cool. Like you have something to do. Like, great. And you'll call me tomorrow. Okay, cool. And then you call (laughs) the next day, guys, you call the next day. You say you do what you say you're going to do. Oh, yes. Sexy. That is sexy. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Because, you know, women are, it's almost like unconsciously, we take that into a consideration. If you say you're going to do something, you don't do it. Uh,
0: What? (laughs) That's basically the end for me. If you literally do not come through on something, I'll give you like one or two chances. And then I'm like, nope, that's who you are. Yeah, like but
1: we, You know, mm-hmm. both men and women were so good at holding um, each other accountable. And, and you can actually take that even in, you know, if you're um, not in a relationship or not dating, like think about that in your own life. When have you said you were going to do something? You didn't do it. Did you feel out of integrity? Did you feel yeah. like oh, I didn't with, um, you know, I didn't come through with that promise to myself. That's the same thing, but now it's, you know, it's with another person. So, you know, what you're seeking in another is also what's mirroring for yourself. So, Mm -hmm. you know, think about that. Um, And then, yeah, don't over, like, don't bite too much of the chocolate bar, essentially. Like, if you can't do it, you can't do it. That's totally fine. Like, you know, to to be honest, I have a really busy week um, and I don't want to overpromise my time. That is sexier than, yep, 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 I can do it. And then mm. you don't, you forget about it. You've got caught up in a meeting. It's like, yeah, you have to cancel. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So it's in transparency and just owning that, it's okay. Mm. She's not going to run away. If she's, if she's an awesome girl and you've got a great uh, chemistry, she's not going to go, oh, well, you know, you said you were busy. No. Right. She's going to go, oh, yeah, I mean, honestly, me too. This week's crazy. Um, yeah, okay, let's do Sunday. That works. And then you're both more relaxed. You're not forcing the process. It's okay if, you know, the development of your relationship or your dating experience takes longer than one week. There's no specific time frame for any connection mm-hmm. that happens. I truly believe, you know, acknowledge the flow. Acknowledge mm-hmm. the flow. Every experience is going to be slightly different and... Mm-hmm. That's what's so wonderful about it. I know it can be like a nightmare for some people, but it can be a beautiful dream and an amazing, uh, again, we're using this like add on to energize your life. So you're like, oh, I'm looking forward to catching yeah. up with so and so on Sunday. How amazing is that? Yeah. Cool.
0: You know? And by the way, this is exactly how codependence is not created. Okay. This is how you get into a not codependent relationship. You have your life going on and so do they. And then you're together when you are and you have a great time and it's balanced. It's a real balanced life. So, man, Sarah, this is awesome. I would love to have you back. And we just talk about more awesome things. So much. so much. (laughs) So much. It's been so much fun talking to you. Tell people how they can find you.
1: Amazing, yeah. I look. This is this is this is what we should all be focusing on, and I really find at this time in the world, it is so important that we do this. You know, it's all the connection, the connecting with each other, and enjoying that process and making it wonderful for both sides. Um, yeah. So to reach me, I'm I'm active on Instagram. That is my home. That is where I'm most active, and my handle is at Coach Sarah Jivons. And I'm sure Jackie will share that with you. Amazing, beautiful individuals. And if there's mostly women listening or there's some men and you really resonated with what I was saying, please reach out um, and let me know that you were listening to Jackie's podcast so I know where you've come from. Uh, And, yeah, again, if you're a woman listening, that is part of uh, my goals this year is to really connect with women that would be down to give it a go and and see if it's something that you enjoy doing is helping me. Teach guys how to do this better because let's face it, ladies. If we had more men out there that understood this stuff and did it well, we are going to be way, way happier. <laughs> we'll be like, yes,
0: so seriously, so much happier. I love it. I love it. Well, I will. I will help you because I'm totally yeah. passionate about this. We're going to talk about this later. So thank Beautiful. you so much, Sarah. Everything is in the show notes. You guys go find her. Awesome. I'll talk to you Bye. soon, girl.
1: Thank you. Bye.
0: Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Remember, sharing is caring. Make sure to rate the podcast and leave a review. We really rely on this to help get the podcast out there. Also, make sure to watch the video version on YouTube at That Girl, the Podcast.